Hi everyone, welcome to There Be Dragons for episode 6. Well, with the party split, Ryland and Charlie find themselves under assault by an unseen foe in the courtyard of Thunderclap Jack's estate. Let's start this episode off with a roll for initiative. 20. So 18. Uh, so Jacques actually rolled highest. He's going to bolt uh, and dash across the garden to the other side where there's an alcove uh, where he can hide. And that'll be his turn. Uh, Charlie, what are you doing? Okay, so in the sunroom, because I'm still sort of in the room, uh, pull one of the chairs down, sort of like a cover, mm-hmm. and grab Gorgeous and just slide him. Just basically slide him into cover behind the plants and the chairs. Sure. Away from that. So, so just, you, you grab him and he goes, hey, wait a minute, what the... And, and, I just, then, <laughs> and then I go, yeah. stay there. Like, stay down, we'll sort. You hear two blades being drawn against each other, like... You see this figure in white spinning in the air, glimmering um, with with this like these lights uh, refracting off of like a um, glass that's inlaid in a in a white combat tunic. And as she lands poised to attack, you notice that this tunic is is designed with sort of like a diamond shaped glass inlay that runs across the span of her body. Um, She's also wearing a, a, a mask. It's an unusual, unusually designed peaked mask that sort of covers most of her face except for like her mouth. Uh, and it is fastened to her body with like a leather strap at her throat. Uh, and, and from the hood, you can also see like long strips of rigid cloth with small ball-like bells attached to the end that tinkle ever so slightly as she moves. She raises her hand and throws two daggers in your direction. Okay, so that's a 18. Versus your armor class? 16 plus 2. So they throw this dagger at you, um, but rather than it spinning, this seems to be almost like a dart, and it hits you for 2 damage. The other blade that you thought was being sent towards you, it actually wasn't. It was aiming for Jacques, and it manages to catch him in the leg for 3 damage, and Jacques now has a dagger sticking out of his very shapely calf. Couldn't happen to a nicer chap. Do I get to hit her yet? Um, <laughs> actually, yes, it's your turn. Fantastic. I'm going to rugby, rugby tackle this bitch to the ground. Okay, that would be a grapple uh, move. Uh, roll me a contested strength check. Oh, you fucking bullshit. I'm rolling again. That what is total roll? crap. I rolled a two. That is not fair. What did you, what's your bonus? Plus three. Well, I rolled a one, so you succeed. Just. So they tried to avoid, you colli- you collide with them um, and bring them down. And yes. in, the, in the clumsiest way possible. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like you, like you, you basically just leapt up and landed on you her. <laughs> like, just to be clear, I don't want to kill her. <laughs> I don't think he does either. He seems like an honourable guy. I don't know how the fuck she found us. And gorgeous George pokes his head up from behind the catch. What's going on out there? And then sees that Ryland has tackled this person to the ground. He goes, oh, thank goodness, and gets up. (laughs) I didn't really like, stay down until I say so. All right, chief. And And that's his turn. Jacques Jacques limps inside. Charlie, what are you doing? I'm going to run over to Ryland. Mm Mm-hmm. Grab the mask, pull it off. Okay. You can try it. Does it do a strength check? It's a strength, okay. Dexterity, surely. It's 19. 
Okay. Immediately blood pools from underneath their throat. You see that the mask, while you have ripped the the actual covering away, the leather piece of strapping that was used there had blades on the inside of it and has actually Did you learn that in advance? Yes. That's fucked up, man. It's, there's a reason. Yeah. There's a, that's so good. if anybody ever takes a helmet off without her permission, she dies. Oh, good. It's an odd precaution, but it's a logical one. Why would she agree to put that on? Well, because she's a she's fanatic. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's not exactly the nicest Is she hot? Person. Um, she was. Oh, that's a shame. So is she dead, or is she just bleeding all over? Uh, no, she's dead. You've you've ripped out her throat. Basically. Oh, for fuck's I mean, sake, not Charlie! Not the helmet off. You took off most of her face when you did that. <laughs> it's it's like cut in deep. But in the, the case, f- it's defacing. So think about what you're doing. You're pulling the 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 front yeah. of her mask off and back. As you've done that, the I guess we call it basically gorge. garroted her. Yeah, effectively you've garroted this person. So. Is she dead or dying? Okay, let's be fair, she's dying, but she's suffering from immediate amount of blood loss from basically having her throat slashed. Good. I'm going to make a... What's your medicine at? Uh, not good, minus one. Minus one, great. Okay, minus one. Add a 20! Look at that! Natural 20. Natural 20, plus one. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to, to save her from, from being garroted? Well, she's obviously had her throat cut, so I'm going to start stripping bits off her, not inappropriately, of course, man, um, and start, like, pushing it all, sealing it all up to reduce the blood flow. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, basically just packing her so she's alive and sort of trying to rouse her. The jugular. You know, that's... It's pretty bad. Yeah, look, she's... She's dying, but I've gotten myself time. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's that's what I was sort of playing off there. Yeah. Um, Yes, so she's very, very pale and is making a gargling noise. Yep. Can she talk? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Yeah, so what do you do? I'm going to ask her, like, what's going on? Who sent you? Why did you do this? They make a half-hearted attempt to stab you. (laughs) Um, I mean, and it's very, very lazy and, like, not coordinated because the amount of blood she's losing. I'll go, so be it. Gaga wants her to bond. Uh, <laughs> um, she spits blood at you. I'm just like, it's like you're going to die anyway. You might as well tell us he sent you. Um, at that, the woman grins and dies. <laughs> well, um, well done, Charlie. That was I'll very helpful. I'll into my pocket um, and pull out, like, a handkerchief for the blood on your face. And you go, I'm so sorry I was a disappointment to you, ma'am. Snap the pick up my the, face like, like, pick up the woman. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to sort of bring it to where um, Shark ran off to. Do, uh, do I recognise her outfittings? She looks like she probably belongs in a carnival of some kind. So um, nothing about her has any significance to me whatsoever? No. Okay, um, so does she look like she's from a particular place? Oh, as in, uh, does she look like she's... Does she look Bashano? Does she look Earhart? Does she, she look like she's she human? Looks... Is she even human? She's human. Like, that's clear. As to where she's from, you wouldn't be able to tell unless she spoke. But she didn't. She's spat. Yeah. Idiot. So, yes, you carry her inside, and as you get inside, Jack had a number of attendants while you are in here. They're all dead. Killed with daggers like they were. Um, Is Jacques in there? Yes, he's actually leaning against a wall and has pulled the knife out of his calf and is in the process of wadding it with um, some clothing. He looks quite unhappy. So do you believe me now? Hmm? He raises an eyebrow at you. 
This is no attempt to rig the fight, madame. They just killed my agent and my staff, some of whom have been with me for years. I will mourn them. But if they wanted their fight rigged, they would not try to just kill me. Well, they've just maimed you quite successfully, I'm mm. He then turns to you, Charlie, and says, With this injury, I am no good. I have to sue for a rematch when I am back at peak performance. Are you really talking about this? Absolutely. Don't worry, the fight won't be happening until we get this entirely sorted out and you're back to top four. Can I start searching the body, please? Uh, sure. <laughs> Roll my eyes and a, search the body. You can dump her on the ground. <laughs> I, I will gently place her on, like, a table. But, yeah, like, I'll lay her down and if there's a one of her daggers, just use it to remove the actual helmet. So if we yep. do try and pull it off um, and then leave it to Ryland while sure. I go see how Jacques's doing. Well, you, you carefully remove the mask using the daggers, but you find that the source of the blood uh, around the, the throat where the, the gorget that this mask is anchored to has inside it uh, blades anchored, almost like fish hooks, so that if someone tried to pull the mask off, they would catch and begin tearing the flesh open. <clears throat> oh, sick son of a bitch. Yeah, what's, what's on her? What's, what's, what's she on, carrying? What's she carrying? Oh, no, she has a total of 14 of these other knives on her still. Goodness me. Um, Any and, markings on her? <clears throat> no. Does she have anything apart from weapons? No, other than the armour she's wearing. It looks like these have been designed to be used in all-purpose sort of situations. Is she carrying anything that would identify her from a particular place? No. How is that possible? The, that's how you become a good assassin. You don't carry your ID card with you. Just that clothing is intrinsically tied to location and culture. This but doesn't look like anything you've ever seen before. Yeah. Okay. She looks like she's escaped from some kind of fairground. Like, it's okay. very unusual. But it's not garb that... I, again, I'm not there, but it's not guard that someone would recognise as being like a, a, a particular guild of assassins or anything like that. No, but then <clears throat> you would have to be using guilds of assassins to know what they dress like as yeah. well, because generally if you see an assassin, you're the one that's being killed. Yeah, or you're <laughs> contracting yeah. somebody else. Yeah, Exactly. <clears throat> um, so unless you've contracted assassins before... Yeah, but how the hell would she get around if she looks like... Um, it's not very subtle. <laughs> no. Rooftops. I would... Say so maybe remember the day that it is? Some kind of festival thing? Yeah. Oh, it just feels all wrong to me. The whole thing is... Yes, people dying wrong. feels wrong. No. I'm not getting assassin from this, apart from the whole killing people thing. Yeah. <laughs> Assassins are meant to be discreet, not flamboyant. <laughs> uh, well, she's not a very good assassin if she's dead. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> we killed, killed her, so... Um, a, yeah, it's like a one-hit wonder. She type was really, deal. really, really acrobatic. Like she was probably was from the highly circus. trained. It sounds rather like she was from the circus. Uh, right. And I think we need to take this chick back to Charlie's house. So Charlie, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm trying to sort of helping yeah. Jacques bandage up his leg. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to say we need to get the authorities in. I agree. Look, I'm 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 a criminal, so I'm not cool with being here while you call the cops. You're more than welcome to leave if you want. Yeah. But this, my job, your job, none of our jobs is to investigate murderers and whatnot. We are civilians. They get paid to do this. I, I punch people. That's what I do. Fantastic. Uh, George wanders in from the back door and goes, You left me out there, champ. What's going on? I assume it's safe to come in since I didn't get murdered? Oh, shit. <laughs> he just looks around and sees all these dead bodies. Yes, sorry. How many different types of knives are there? 
Apart from Timmy's records, these all look the same. Okay, can I just gather one of each type? Sure, are you pulling them out from the corpses? Hell yeah. Okay. Two nights, one of each type. Anything else you guys want to do? I'm yeah, going to basically, once Jacques is fine, I'm going to carefully open up the door and is there a guard out the front? Uh, yes. I'm going to be like, oh, there's a handful of people murdered in here. He immediately snaps around and um, calls in his soldiers who have been standing in front of the, the well wishes. Um, at this movement, the, the crowd has turned from sort of a yay to a what's happening. All right, I'm going to grab my cloak. Yep. Um, and well, actually, presumably, I still have my cloak with me. Um, and I'm going to like, like, sorry, Charlie, I need to get out of here. Good luck. <laughs> I want to make my way back to Charlie's house as quickly as possible. Sure. George looks up at you, Charlie, and goes, I'm going to get these guys to get you a coach and a oh, guard, yeah. and we're going to get you back to your place, and we're going to put you on lockdown. All the right. fight's off at this point. Jacques has been wounded. I've accidentally killed a young lady. Right now, we need to just let this all get sorted how it needs to. I'm not running away anywhere. And then we can head back and have a cup of tea. Uh, Gorgeous George looks around the room at the carnage, at Jacques' injury, and then at you, Charlie, and goes, well, I knew you was an upstanding citizen when I met you, so I guess I can't be too surprised, but if this is the way you want to do it, we'll do it your way, Chief. Scan. Yeah. You are wandering the streets. I am heading to, uh, I'm heading back to our hotel. Uh, the Chevalier de Coq? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I am actually going past it. I'm going to the hotel where Dupree was. Uh, and going upstairs. Okay. Um, <clears throat> because, uh, so I am, yes, I'm looking to find him and have a, have a word with him in private. Okay. And so, so I go upstairs, I knock on the door. There's no answer. Um, I try the handle. It's not locked, but it's stiff. Ooh. Um, so I will, I will force it. I will. Okay. It opens immediately. Right. Um, so I have crush still is on shoulder. Mm-hmm. I am just doing for him to be quiet. Mm-hmm. And I opens without actually entering the door. I opens it from the outside, sort of push it open. Sure. The room is empty. However, there is an open window with a small breeze coming through that's wafting through some very thin curtains. There is a made bed, which doesn't look like it's been slept in at all. There are a number of chairs arranged around a small table. What looks like the leavings of a meal from last night. There are a number of papers as well. There is also an ensuite bathroom, which looks like it probably needs to be filled by someone rather than having internal plumbing. Yeah. Uh, there is a chest towards the right-hand side of the room near the window. Other than that, the place seems empty. Um, so I will go over and have a look at the uh, first the window mm-hmm. uh, that is open and uh, investigate that more closely. Um, is there it's like a looking to see if somebody has exited through there. Roll me an investigation check. Eight. Not What's so your eight. passive perception? Oh, plus five, so 15. 15? Uh, okay, so equals beats. You hear a footfall behind you. Well, if you hear, if I'm hearing it behind me, I turn drawing my weapon. As you turn, you see a masked individual in white with what looks like diamond pieces of glass sewn into a combat tunic. 
wearing a mask that comes down covering their nose, and you hear the slight tinkle of a bell as they suddenly back off, lowering a long pointed dagger that they had aloft. Put a hand to their mouth in a shushing motion, and then they just walk slowly backwards through the open door and then close it behind them. This person had a dagger ready to basically drive into the back of your neck. How did he creep up on you if you jingle? Good question. Sorceress. <laughs> for those watching at home, I just squinted my eyes at Matt. I, um, <laughs> I, I rush to the door and open it. Yeah. Presumably this person is gone. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, so do I see anything on the window? Like, um, it looks I, like... I, I closed the door and said, like, well, that was weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, not knowing what else is going on. Look at the dragon. It's like, where are your ears on that one? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it looks you know, past. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little bit more very, sir. We are being secretive and stealthy right now. Jeez. <laughs> uh, looks through the window. What is going on there? It uh, looks like it was forced or pried open from the outside. There's a small notch in the wood. Uh, it was probably where this... this yeah. So that is interesting. Yeah. Um, so given that the assassin appears to have no interest in killing me, then I will shrug. Um, mm. It is interesting that Dupree is gone, so I will be looking through the papers now. Okay. You find a map that seems to detail the Bashano quarter, mm. or half, of the city. Uh, there are a number of symbols on the page. Among them are a number of different sort of iconographs, so pictures of things. Um, you see what appears to be like a portcullis um, with a lightning bolt through it. Um, you see a collection of three barrels, a trident. You see a circle with a bisected line through it. They're um, all placed what appears to be strategically around the city. So to give you an idea, the portcullis is over the portcullis exit, which leads east. Yep. from the city. Where the trebuchet and the fortress is, there's a collection of barrels. Mm -hmm. uh, in the slums is this circle with a line through it. Uh, you see a bird in flight near the bridge and a collection of other symbols which look like different variations of the things they represent. So there's like a boat, but the boat has, a, you know, a lightning bolt through it and yeah. then there's other things are happening. So it looks like a plan or a, like a, a representative of something. Um, you also find a number of missives that clearly have been written by Dupree. It's in a very flowing, flowery handwriting. Most of it is gibberish or doesn't make sense. It's things like orders for pounds of flour and I'll see you at Auntie May's next week. All very clearly code. Yeah. Um, but what they, rep what they are and what they mean probably escape you unless you wanted to spend hours upon hours upon hours trying to decode it. You also find what appears to be a ledger, which is to say a piece of paper with a number of amounts on it. Um, and you have, a, it's like a credit debit column. And these are really large amounts. We're talking like thousands of ducats mm. and just... I knew he was a cheap motherfucker. Different, different amounts, but um, it all tallies up into a negative. Yeah. Um, and it seems to be about negative 9,000. Quite a lot of ducats. Yeah. Negatives. <clears throat> um, I was going to look at the chest. Sure. Um, is it openable? Can I? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's not even inside. What is it? It's clothes. Roll me an investigate check. 13 plus. No, 14. 14? Yeah. Um, I'm also not wanting to advertise my presence overly well. Um, however, I will look up underneath it. Sure. Just sort of lift it up to see if it's heavier than it than it looks like it should be, or if there is. I would try to measure if there is a false bottom. There does appear to be a false bottom. 
Okay. Um, so I will now look for the mechanism, sort of like I'm aware that there must be one, so now I'm looking more closely for a mechanism. Sure. Roll me a sleight of hand. Plus three. Yep. Oh, 11. Um, that's enough, though. You discover that the corners of each side of this bottom appear to have like a semicircle on it that if you depress it and then twist it slightly, it actually pops the, the thing out and just in the bottom are small ingots of gold. Yeah. Lovely. Um, I'll take them out uh, and pocket them. Um, sure. Yeah, so I will, I will replace the, the lid on this. I will put everything back as I found it with the chest. Sure. No worries. Write uh, down three ingots of gold. Yeah. Uh, and I will take the papers. The map would be a good idea um, to take anyway, really. Mm. It's hard to, I'm, not good, I do, I'm wanting to be fast. Copying a map would take a while, even yeah. if I had paper. Also, there might be papers in the room. Is there like anything I could use to copy it? Not that you say. No, all right, well, I'll just take them then. I leave. All right. Having stowed away all your ill-gotten gains, you close the door quietly behind you and step down into the street. Nezor and Abella. Uh, Nezor, you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. I have opened and closed every drawer in this place. And found nothing. I am very bored. Yep. Still no not sure if the dog is friendly. <laughs> He's still barking, by the way. She, sorry, she is still oh, barking. puppy. I've started talking with the dog in order to alleviate my boredom. It's probably more talking to the dog. Yeah. No, no, with, with. You know, I've always found your kind to be quite ugly, but you have quite a nice personality. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you do more than bark and whine. Do you? That's what I thought. Are you Charlie's dog? Like, do you just hang around him? Did he, did he rescue you? Did he buy you from a breeder? These are the questions that I have to know. Um, <laughs> while you're doing that. It's <laughs> just me. This is just... Which Nezzle, is what I do in my spare time. Nezzle, what's your passive perception? 11. Okay. Like, does passive perception still... Is it still the same even though I'm sleeping? I would have thought sleeping passive, dropped it a little. But. No, see, because what it, basically what passive perception means is that this is your capacity to notice. Yeah. So it would be like if someone was, say, for instance, creeping past you while you slept, you would notice that they're there. Is that what happens? Actually, it is. Okay. Uh, you hear very soft footfalls. Yep. Um, just moving past you, and you feel like a shape is hovering over you, but again, you're sort of zoned out. Yeah. And then it retracts and moves away. Okay. Um, I guess it's woken me up then enough that I'm, I'm not totally there, but I'm, I'm awake. You're doing that thing where the one eye comes up and you're like... Yeah. Look around. Um, so I guess I'll... Yeah, well, if that's I'll, what you're doing. Like, I I would look around. Like, I want to say I look around cautiously, but I would just look <laughs> so around. So you very surreptitiously go and look around with your one eye, which I'm assuming you're sleeping face down. Um, yeah, kind of and into, you, into the couch. You see a figure in white mm -hmm. padding softly across the room towards the staircase. Yep. Um, um, you notice through your blurry eyes that they are wearing a strange and ornate kind of garb. They've got like what looks like pieces of glass sort of stitched into the into the clothing. Yep. Um, it does look like a combat-oriented 
sort of garb, though, and what's really interesting is that they have a number of pieces of what look like rag running back from the back of their head to bells yep. that are attached to it, but the bells aren't making noise as this person's moving, and the actual cloth itself looks very rigid. Okay. Can I do a religion check? Sure. I'm assuming this is to figure out if your religion tells you anything about these people. Yeah, or anything that I realise is, is this religious in any way. So, uh, 15 plus 3, 18. Certainly ceremonial. Even though it's ornate and has this strange affectation, it strikes you as being something that is very martial. Okay. And very, sorry, how, about how tall are they? Person size. Well, large people size. Large people size, okay. Taller than you. Um, I'm going to wake up as best I can and without letting them know I'm awake. Oh, okay. Um, um, so, so that I am fully ready, and I'm assuming at that point they'd be up the stairs. They're moving towards the stairs at this point. Towards the stairs. Um, no, the roll stairs me a yet. stealth check. Fourteen. Fourteen. They stop and look over towards you, straight at you. And this is actually a rather slight-looking woman. Okay. Where is Abella in relation to? Bella's talking to the dog. You can still hear the dog yapping and, yeah. and Abella chatting upstairs. Um, I mean, how far away is this assassin from me? About ten foot. Okay. So I'm going to cast Charm Person on this assassin. All right. Yeah, so I pull out my guitar and cast Charm Person. It's within 30 feet of me. Mm -hmm. um, it has to make a wisdom saving throw. All right. Thank What's you. your save DC? Uh, 13. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What, ha what happens? It stops. Yep. And notices the guitar string. There's yep. a moment, and you're not sure if she's going to attack you or not. But then she smiles at you. You have successfully charmed this assassin. She rolled really bad. Hey, uh, what's, uh, what's going on? Oh, uh, it's you. Hi. Uh, I'm here to kill gorgeous George. Cool. How are um. you? I'm good. You, I'm, you're feeling all right? Um, uh, yeah, no, I'm doing... I'm I noticed you were asleep and I, you were about the right size, so I was going to stick a knife in you, but um, I realised you weren't. Yeah, no, he's, 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 he's kind of small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he is, he is. Well, I, I have to keep looking through the house, but um, that's, it's that's, good to see you. That's cool, yeah. Um, I can help you if you like. Oh, that won't be necessary. You, you sure? You've yeah, done this uh, before? Many times. Many times, yeah. Many times. Um, you just go back to sleep. I'll be in and out. You won't even notice me. And then she puts her finger to her mouth in a shh motion and then continues up the stairs. Yeah. I guess I'm just going to follow. If you're going to follow me, you need to be far quieter than what you are right now. See how I move and I don't make any noise? Yeah, I need you to do that same thing or I need you to stay here. Yeah, I'll do my best. She continues up the stairs and um, Angela you see a what looks like a, a court jester walking up the staircase and Nezor is next to him. Question, would I recognise this as any kind of criminal pattern of behaviour or any kind of like famous? Oh that's a good point you do have criminal ties don't you? Yes. What, throw me some skills you think might be applicable given your background. Um, well I'd probably see yeah, I'd probably roll a history to see yeah, if I go remember. Yeah, go ahead. See if you know anything. Uh, 20. 20 total or I'll crit on the dice? Uh, 19 and then plus one. Okay. You've seen these people before and they 
they effectively are really heavy hitter assassins. They are very rarely contracted by anyone you've had direct dealings with. This is the sort of person, like for instance, you would call on to kill a crime boss. Um, and the only reason you know about this is because you encountered them once before talking to your erstwhile mentor. Mm. Hmm. But the actual name of what they are, you just know them by reputation, yeah. you don't know what they're called. <clears throat> Begs the question why they needed such an elite assassin mm. to kill someone like Gorgeous George. I look across. Yeah, but they notice that you see them and they just finger to the mouth. Okay, we're not, we're not, okay. Okay, I'm just Then gonna... they pull a misericord out of their sleeve and point at the door to the left of you. I, I, like, so I'm, I'm like, I'm just behind there, so I gesture, like, kind of play along. Like that, that, and like the, the, the hand. Like, do you want me to open them? Oh, I don't, no, no, there's, I don't think there's, there's a dog behind one of them. I don't know if it's friendly though. I suppose that's not a problem for you. But this, the, the person <laughs> in the mask is just staring at you nonplussed. It's sort of just, the, the blade has gone to a neutral position. It's making like a, a gesture of like, the fuck? That's, that's just a bella for you. Like just ignore. <laughs> they roll their eyes and then look at you like, thank you for speaking aloud, great. Um, and they kick the first door in, oh, okay. look in the room. So we're not being quiet. No, no um, immediately snaps around and kicks the other door in uh, and then proceeds to the room behind you and makes a out the way well, gesture. I'll just, yeah, I'll get it. The assassin kicks in the door and as she does so, Duchess comes flying out of nowhere and just starts savaging her ankle. The assassin has a, makes a brief noise and goes to deal with the dog with her knife. Is there any kind of collar around the bulldog's neck? Totally. Yes, there is. I'm getting the nod from the owner of the bulldog. There is a there is a collar. Cool. Um, I'm going to rush in, grab the collar and shut it, throw the bulldog back into the room and button. shut the door. The assassin seems nonplussed about the entire experience, then checks the remaining door. Having checked all the rooms, she then turns to the two of you, knife out, sighs and goes, it appears my business is elsewhere, and turns and goes to leave. Wait, you say business. I'm assuming this isn't personal. Then. That's all. Nothing's ever personal with us. We're, 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 cool. we're cool. Okay. We're cool. Okay. Like, with <laughs> us? Like, not, there's, there's more of you? Yes. Uh, business means possibly hired. Of course. However, you know that I can't talk about my contract. That's that's cool. Like yeah, I don't want to know the you know con- that. Yeah, that's all. Let the poor lady go. That's cool. Um, you know, I'd have to kill you. Yeah, no, that's that's all good. Uh, that's all. Like I, I totally get that. You've got my respect. Like, did Why you do want- they want to kill gorgeous George? Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Frantically not asking. <laughs> I can't ask her anything that'll make her. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't ask her anything that will make her want to kill me. Yeah, exactly. You're fine. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't know if you're fine. <laughs> uh, the, the, the assassin's just like, so I'm going to go. You don't you don't want to drink or anything? I don't drink on the job. I Thank don't you drink very kindly the for the offer. Well. I'll be seeing you. And um, she walks down the stairs very softly. Okay. I was mostly trying to stall in the hope that someone else would show up, but... Do I show up? Am I there yet? This is all simultaneous. Yeah. Why would the assassin be looking for gorgeous jaws at DuPont's room? Well, I don't necessarily think they would. I think DuPont is another target on the list. But then that means he didn't hire them. No. 
But you don't know that yet. Then who the fuck did? In the yeah. meantime, so has our assassin left yet? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I, uh, do you remember Jasper and I, I yeah. played the, the tune on my guitar? Yeah. I did oh. the same thing to them because I was slightly worried okay. they, were, they were here for you. Oh, that's very nice of you. And, yeah, so... But I would leave. In fact, yeah, uh, no, I think it, we should both, like, time to... My, my experience with this is we, we, we have a, a time period, but we... Head back to the the hotel. Everyone else will will come back, I believe, at some point, and we can sort out what the fuck just happened. Okay, good. Yes, let's do that. Good let's time. leave. Ryland, you are pelting through the streets and make your way to. I assume you're heading straight back to Charlie's apartment. Yeah. There's no one there when you arrive. Well, shit. Balls and cock whistle. That's horribly suspicious. Hello, Duchess. Please don't chill my ankle. Right, to the Chevalier du Cock. Do you say to no one in particular? <laughs> I read Come, it. Duchess. <laughs> Do you take the dog or? No, I'm going to steal Charlie's do? dog. Okay, like everyone else, you head off to the Chevalier. Mr. Roughhouse, you have been waiting quite a while for someone to arrive from the City Watch. The Guard have summoned captain or someone of rank um, who immediately sweeps into the room. Uh, she's a very tall and lithe elf wearing very, very official-looking robes um, and is in full plate armour. One thing that's really distinct about her, though, is one of her ears is covered by a silver affectation, like it's covering the point of her ear and clasping around it. She's also got a very large scar that runs from that ear down to her mouth, a bit like a burn mark as well. She's all business. Age? Probably the equivalent of mid to late 30s. She's wearing one of the ornate cloaks I mentioned before, the green and gold. Immediately hits the clasps and drops them off and then throws them onto a corpse. She didn't mean to throw it on the corpse, but the corpse happened to be there. It's just that would be where the cloth hook was. Seems a little bit miffed and ignores She it. doesn't care where it goes and then yeah. like, ah, actually I do it a little bit. <laughs> just, a, just a tad. <laughs> so what has happened here? I have been summoned for my luncheon. Anyone get to this plan? We were attacked by assassins. And she sighs and quizzically raises an eyebrow, looks over at Jacques, who is still bandaged, and seems actually more concerned about the fact that he's been injured than anything that's happened in this room. Santos Clep Jacques, your injury. Will this mean a postponement of the fight? Jacques just waves his hand and, and replies, My manager has been slaughtered. I would very much like not to be here. She then turns to you, Charlie, and goes, of, of course, my apologies. This is, uh, this is, of course, terrible. You have my full apology on behalf of the Bachelor Republic. This is unacceptable. Your safety has been guaranteed. Please accept my apologies in an official capacity. And uh, perhaps someone could tell me what has happened here and why there is a woman dressed purely in white that looks like she escaped from some kind of circus. I... I would imagine she was the one that murdered you know, the people here. I wouldn't know if there's more. <laughs> uh, she sighs and sort of like puts a hand to her head and goes, that is a troubling thought. But thankfully, this seems to be a fairly open and shut case. Many people were murdered, but the killer was brought to justice in a final and brutal manner. You have my thanks for that. Uh, but where are my manners? 
I have not introduced myself. I am God Captain Emily of the Oremian Watch. Joey Ruffles. Uh, she extends a hand like um, a lady would. Yep. And, and just you know, take it, sort of do a bit of a bow. And At this point, George gets up from the little seat he was in and goes, you're damn right. Look at this place. It's been a damn slaughter. You expect me to keep the champ here? We're going to go back to our side of the quarter and you'll be lucky to see him again. I'm just going to sort of put a hand on George's and just... Right now, this isn't about the fight. You're damn right it's not about the fight. It's about your personal security. Are you, are you kidding me with this? Look at this. Look! And nobody in this room is to be blamed for this. We can't... Well, I think that the broad who slaughtered them is probably to blame, don't you? Well, then feel free to yell at her and not the woman trying to do her job. Is there but anywhere I can get in contact with you or somebody who can get in contact with you if something does arise. But of course, you need only go to the watch headquarters. You simply go to the large fortress on the hill with the trebuchet. Ah, yes. Beautiful building. Um, well, other than that, uh, Jacques, will you please take my hand? I must see that you are given medical attention. And you, monsieur, I will provide to you a safe carriage ride back to your quarters. Before they leave, I'm going to say to Jacques, you know, you get better and we'll sort of... I'll get in contact with you at some point about how we let the public know that the uh, fight's not happening. Um, this sounds good to me, Mr. Rafaels. Stay safe as they leave. Like. The crowd outside immediately cheers. As that's like, yeah! Um, being quite excited. Um, shortly after, you're roused by one of the sentries outside and offered into another carriage and I assume driven back to... Yep, to my house. When you arrive, um... Gorgeous George goes, yeah, well, this has been great and all, champ. Uh, going with you, meeting Jack, watching a bunch of people get killed, watching Jack get stabbed. Uh, I'm going to go back to my place and we're going to get my gear and then all the promotion stuff and most importantly, all the money. And then we're going to get the hell out of here. Uh, meet me as soon as you can. Okay, and be safe. I know you're a big guy and you got lots of muscles and you could take down pretty much a bull if it was charging at your full pace. But uh, be careful. These suckers got knives. I know how to use them, all right? And uh, I'm going to borrow one of your guards. You do that. Get in the get in the goddamn carriage. And on that note, Gorgeous George disappears off in a cloud of dust as the carriage pulls away. Uh, you go inside your house, finding that the door is unlocked um, and slightly ajar as though someone had left in a hurry. And upon a cursory inspection, you discover that all the doors upstairs have been kicked in. And there's an angry dog. And Duchess is quite perturbed. Vexed, you might say. Vexed. I'll be like, I'll walk in, like, walk upstairs. To what Duchess. a day. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah, like, walk upstairs, doors kicked in, like, <sighs> scoop up Duchess, not say anything, walk down and put on, like, start hitting up the kettle. Like, scan. I assume you're making your way back to Charlie's place. Yeah, I'm going back to Charlie's. Um, you walk in and hear the kettle whistling. Hello? Oh, Scott. Come in, tea. Uh, yeah, danke. Um, where is my friends? I have no idea. I came in, the doors up the top were all kicked off their hinges, oh. and my dog had been upset. You're, so. This is, this is nice. Oh, so, hey, Duchess. Nice to see. Um, <clears throat> I should point at this stage that, um, Prosh is on all fours and doing yeah. the equivalent of a cat hat. Arching his back. Yeah. Tail in the air. 
That's a Duchess. Yeah. Nine choice. Oh, like, at, like <laughs> split up some of the cold meats that I have oh, no. and like <laughs> and sort of off them to um, Cross. Like, yeah, he, hmm? he's, he's somewhat particular. Don't take it personally. Uh, so, how did your meeting with uh, Jack go? How was that? <laughs> oh, yes, wonderful. They murdered six people. Who did? I don't know. Some woman in a white get-up stuck a blade through. His manager's heart tried what? to kill mine and six other men. Uh, um, we, would you come with me to the, our lodgings? Uh, possibly. Uh, certainly. If there's anything else that needs that, this, you know. this is, concerns me, and I think it is far larger than what you experienced. Yes, just. Uh, you Do you know? want to grab your tea? <laughs> You three, Ryland, Abella, and Nezor, all meet up and I assume discuss what's been happening. I said fuck a few times. You are in the pit where the rather intoxicated gentleman is still turning the chicken bit. It almost seems like he never leaves. The same chicken. It's just like a <laughs> shriveled prune. <laughs> Scan and Charlie arrive. I, uh, yeah, I walk in and go, oh, good, you're safe. Has that been that kind of day for you as well? We have had... A day, let us see. Yeah. So Has he brought Duchess? Oh, yes. I wondered that as well, like a Duchess under arms. Yes. Like, Duchess is currently trying to get to the chicken. Can I pet her? <laughs> of, of course. Oddly, oddly Abella's just... feelings mirror Angela's own. <laughs> I will pet the dog. So, apparently, Ryland, uh, there, was, there was some sort of unpleasantness. Yes. Tackled a knife-throwing bitch to the ground. She died before she... Well, she was dying and then she refused to say anything and then she died anyway, so... Yes, I, I, yeah, I heard about this. And you too. He left out the bit where I spear-tackled her to the ground like a boss. Though. He always does. Yeah. I most definitely no, I didn't. I didn't see you do that. Thank you. It was very impressive. It, was, it sounds great to me. Uh, and these two, what happened to you? Why was the doors I, destroyed when... Oh, yeah, that was an... Um, hey, Lizzo, why were the doors yeah, destroyed? No, I shed light. I woke up to one of these. Let me guess. Tall, fairly androgynous looking, with the bells and uh, white mainly, uh-huh. but with a little uh-huh. bit of glass, uh-huh. lots of knives. Uh-huh. Only saw the. That <laughs> seems to be ubiquitous throughout all of. <laughs> no, I did get that. I did get. Well, I think you killed him. Tried to. <laughs> we only saw the one knife, but I was, you know, when someone wakes you up, you're slightly worried and they're sneaking around. So I, uh, I did my my thing, my my magic, and charmed them. Oh, I thought you were going to mage hand her in some way. <laughs> it seems to be your thing. Tempting. Uh, but so we, Threw a we, chicken we, wing at her. We needed them... <laughs> didn't, didn't want Abella to be attacked, so we turned them to our oh, yeah. uh, friendly. Oh, charming them, yeah. 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 Uh, and they were there for George. Uh, didn't tell them that George wasn't there, because yeah. we wanted that them was good. to... Well done, good thinking. Not kill us. But they wanted to kill George. That's mm. what they said. Very clearly. Oh, and um, they were the one that kicked down all yeah, your they, doors. They went looking and they... they I told totally them wasn't there. me. <laughs> totally you yeah. not robbing the place blind or trying to and finding nothing about Also, you. if you see anything that's been, like, ruffled around... That was them, not me. You know, I think I saw them kind of pawing through some of your stuff, so... Oh, before yeah. or after they were there to murder a single person? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I never was it before or after. You know, I don't know if they did get attacked by Duchess. Good dog. Good dog, Duchess. She's so clever. Um, so that is interesting because you say 
the manager was killed. Yes, and, and a dagger was thrown, thrown at, at George. George. But yeah. also at Jacques. They wounded Jacques. They did? They're the um, only person she didn't try to attack. Oh, didn't she you? didn't really get the option after uh, being no, attacked by you. She prioritised the so rest of us. Okay. I may have some well, I'm guessing I maybe some, some by Dupree? By I, have, I may have well. some information to add to this general picture. I paid a visit to our friend Dupree. Oh, good. Who is, that was, I'm sorry, who is this Dupree? Uh, he, he hired us for our last job. He was the one that brings us to the city as part of the payment for the last jobs that we did. And um, just, would I know du, the name Dupont, like Dupree Dupont? Um, you know of the Dupont family. They were recently lifted the peerage, which is not a common thing. Yeah. Uh, and he, um, nobody there. Um, ah. Well. I say nobody. You sure no, you got the right no room? No, Dupont. Yeah, pretty sure. It was the biggest one in the place. Oh, yeah, that'd be him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and um, not not only Dupont, but there was a window that appeared to be forced, and then I turned around. Thank you for not telling me about this person, small dragon. Um, there was a, uh, I could only describe them as a purely white jester standing behind me with a knife drawn, finger to the lips, backs out the room, leaves. This is the man who told us to rig the fight. Yes. Yes, that's what I was about to ask you. So, right. So you, so you have, what we have, the information as far as I can tell, is the two fight organizers aren't a man who wants to rig the fight, all being targeted by an assassin's guild, because it's not one assassin, particularly as they died. Good job. Uh, it, it, let's not celebrate. Oh, the did you death. kill him? Nice. Oh, Technically, let's Charlie not killed celebrate her. Celebrate the death. I mean, normally I'm not, not, not celebrating. Trust me. Sorry, no, we're not celebrating that. Obviously, however, uh, this is still. It is more than two. It sounds like three. Uh, I feel possibly more. Quite probably more. Do you? Well, I wouldn't say that I know them by name. But what I could tell you is these people aren't your everyday assassins. Yeah, yeah. They're not the kind of people you get to, I don't know, knock off someone who's... They're not someone you get to get rid of normal people. Mm-hmm. Excuse the rudeness, but who are you people? Oh, I'm a Bella. Uh, yes, uh, yes, I, I know you're a Bella. I'm just... I'm... Oh. We are, I, I just play guitar. <laughs> In fairness to him, he does only play guitar. He's very good at it. Do you like jazz? <laughs> I've heard his music. I've heard his music. It's it's wonderful. Progressive at, jazz. At the right time. Not my thing. Yeah, Usually yeah, three o'clock in the morning isn't. Charlie, we would, um, so we are finding ourselves in the situation trying to make heads or tails. Okay, well... You want to know where the fucker is? I think he's got an appointment with my axe. Nine, nine. My harpoon has precedence. You know, I'm not saying... I'm going to go ahead and think, I don't think DuPont is the one to kill to solve this problem. Nine, nine. It's just like you said anything about killing him. I think we should fill our bellies before we talk of unpleasantness. Enough people have died for the day. One is being led by their their furry friend, or this is not a bad idea. didn't say I was going to kill him. Excuse me, miss, we'd like some chicken and Which, uh, which lady? Rose? Yes, sure. Uh, yeah, uh, she Absolutely. turns around at the... Excuse me, lady, and turns around and just kind of goes... Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Nizzle. Yeah, I think you're out, buddy. Should have taken Should've the Should have gotten in there when you had the chance. And, like, oh... He wouldn't like, do anything anyway. I'll sort of turn to the group and go... Ah, dude, dude. So we'll get... Hey, four, don't just... 
Yeah, I know. He knows. We'll get five chickens and... Um, Two bowls of chicken bits. <laughs> yeah, five chickens and I'll get your finest bottle of wine and your finest bottle of rum and a pot of tea. Uh, He's good. Here's three. You keep the change. Oh, thank you, monsieur. I, I have to say, uh, I wish you luck in the fight. Yeah, all of us are just like... <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, goodness me, that was a hot piece of chicken. Right? <laughs> and yeah, then I'll sit down and go, okay, dinner's sorted. Charlie won't bring it up during eating. So, but he's basically, he's like, well, if, if there's evidence that there's more than one and there's been multiple attacks or attempts of attacks, then I'm bringing it up with the authorities. I'm happy to leave your names out of it. Please do. Please leave um, mine, particularly. But the authorities have already said if anything further comes up to bring it forward. So what did the authorities say? <clears throat> you say you spoke to authorities who? Captain Emily came down. She said from the evidence that was presented at that room, which was a bunch of dead bodies and a dead assassin, it was open and close. Uh, Unfortunately, this is not. But from their point of view, it is. I now have extra information of other uh, assassins attempting to kill. I've got, you know, Gorgeous George confirmed. Um, and they were in this Mr. DuPont's... Fairly good uh, evidence to suggest DuPont as well. His so, room had been forced. Uh, they had come in through the window. Uh, it, was, it was nicely done, but it was definitely forced. Uh, some things had been stolen by the looks of it. Uh, and um, How convenient for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. But either way... So, um, I may have other things to share. <laughs> but I don't want to do it in a public forum. So either way, I plan to head to the big trebuchet building later after we've finished eating um, and inform them of what else is going on. Yeah. Um, Question. The assassin that attacked you, you said um, she threw a dagger at, uh, what's his face, the other fighting guy? A shark. Correct. But didn't kill him. Nope, it went was into his leg. that intentional, I wonder? I would imagine so. If someone can throw a blade between someone's mm. ribs, I would imagine that... So my question is, why would they want to they get rid of... They didn't want the fight to start. Or they were rigging the fight. Managers no, they dead. They rigging it, they were wanting it to not happen. We don't you kill that. the organisers and you wound but not kill one of the fighters. Oh, if you don't want it to happen, couldn't you just kill the fighters? But yeah, but you want it to happen eventually, just not now. But also Dupree. That's the other strange thing. Well, he's why the would one someone who wants to rig? But why this would someone fight? come after Dupree as well? I could. I have no idea, but considering what I've been told is the fight is being rigged in my favour, yeah. it wouldn't mm. favour them to wound me. Is That's my if best this guess. is still about rigging a fight. This is my this is my major problem because if it was about rigging the fight, then I feel something larger is on this yeah. as well. Sebastian and Earhart are not the friendliest of nations. No, I'm amazed we get on. I know way. it's great. Particularly it's the relations in this city, particularly possibly because they were really dickish to me. One could assume that a fight happening one way or t'other would not end well for either side, dependent on. If one person wins, the outcome one way or the other is not good. 
you know, an Earhart guy wins, then the Earharts go yay, the Bashanel go angry and fighting. If a Bashanel person wins, then the Bashanel get very angry on the Earhart and there's fighting still. Well, well, there's you don't want a fight to happen. It's not so much they don't want the fight to happen. So these are noble assassins. Well, what well Charlie, what people? happened when he, no offense, uh, beat you last time? What was what was the atmosphere like? Well, you had this bout. This I thing. was I was unknown at the point. I was undefeated in my circuit, but this was the big leagues, so there wasn't very. I wasn't expected to win. Um, you know, it was a surprise for me, but there wasn't. Uh, tables being flipped. It was, uh, you know, I was the new guy coming in, and Jacques beat me fairly. Please, may we, when we are finished, we will retire upstairs or to Charlie's house. I have other things to show. I'd, I'd prefer not to go back to Charlie's house. Yeah, I oh, the only place I, um, they know. Oh, where I was. Yeah, they, um, that sounds as good. No, he's been charged. Wait, wait, wait. What happened else? It, nothing else happened. They just left, and after they leave, they no longer like me. Okay, you did that charm last... thing, and when it wears off, they remember yeah, that he said, charmed yeah, yeah. them. So there's an assassin out there that's going to be really pissed off. Oh, now off. probably knows that. Okay. Um, yeah, so we will be staying here. Yeah, right, and so he come. just raised his eyebrows and rolled a dice, so we're all fucked. And also, he's been quietly gigging. I'm actually just really enjoying the fact that you guys are piecing together whatever you can from the information that's been offered, and it's great. So I was pretty much going to say, either way, this isn't my job. I punch people. So even if I do figure it all out, what am I going to do? Or any of us? As a man of honour, though, do you not wish to know the cause of the person whose life you ended? Certainly, but I'm not about to then find the Guild of Assassins and punch them one by one. But also, I it's just beautiful my mental image, I though. My question is, do we care? Well, I mean, I, I You have a scratch on your shoulder. It wouldn't have been a scratch if I hadn't had my shield. Yeah, the thing is, this is something we're involved in now. The people who are after this probably know that we had something to do with Dupree, and they probably know that now we've had something to do with both Charlie... And in a limited way, Jacques. Not so I'm much. I'm thinking and this Nezor. kind of does in. Oh yeah, and they're probably going to come after Nezor. So if you find that's him dead, that's fun. we kind of know what's happened to but him. If they and were, possibly me as well. If they were concerned about you, though, wouldn't they have just killed you when they first oh, come no, by? Oh no, charmed. charmed. She was charmed. It's a magic yes, spell. It makes them like people. Did you charm yours? Nine. But if they were aware of your involvement with Dupree. Then you probably. It would have been an, at least an attempt. I was armed and facing them. Yes, but. I am not an informidable person. I am not Rolling saying inside. so, but there was also. Rolling inside. There was also two, you know, prize fighters that, you know, didn't stop that assassin. Um, <clears throat> it suddenly dawns on you that the reason they probably went to kill you was the fact that you, like Dupree, are half elf. It occurs to me. I am easily mistaken for Dupree, and I was in Dupree's rooms. Well, this is the question. Do they uh, want to kill okay, anyone so that want to make the fight happen, or do they want can to kill we, Can we, can we, please retire to a room that is not a public one? Mm. Okay. And after finishing your meal, you do retire to Scan's room, um, closing the door carefully behind you. You are now alone. 
I, I signaled to Hrosh. She, I, I, I indicate. I am now I indicate a, an, a, 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 one of the bedposts that he liked to perch on. Something like that. He does so and proceeds to scratch it and ruin the fucking wood. Good boy. So, <laughs> so, I uh, paid a visit to our dear friend Dupree earlier today. So I found um, it's a room very clean, bed not slept in. Uh, dinner remains from the previous evening on the window open. Uh, I later realized that this is probably the egress point of the um, white jester person uh, as she rounded on me as I came in. Uh, and also, I believe, was holding the door handle closed when I tried to enter in the first place. I applied a small amount of pressure on she let me and then tried to kill me when I believe being a half-elf as Dupree is... She may have suspected me for him, but this is he needs a here or there. So, on the table, I found many different pieces of parchment, uh, one of whom was a ledger. Uh, this one, I will produce it and show yeah. people. It shows him to be around about 9,000 ducats in debt. Ooh! Uh, <laughs> this man was stingy uh, when he was, well, not stingy. He didn't have any money in the first place. Uh, then sent letters... The letters are variants on, like, different orders for things, like, I would like 100 pounds of flour, uh, things like, oh, I look forward to seeing Auntie May in the spring. They're all innocuous in of themselves, but being together, they're very suspicious because these are most likely in code. Can we all have a look and see if we can... Certainly. ...make sense of it? What would that be? I reckon just do an intelligence check. Maybe, like, if... Am I doing one as well? Uh, Anyone who wants to have a shot can. I got 17. (laughs) Bella might get advantage because she's got that history in it. Seven. Seven? Ten? Seventeen. Seventeen. I got nothing. Yeah, so 18. Oh, yeah, four. These, uh... I'm not very intelligent. (laughs) If there is a cipher, it's beyond you. There is no information you can gather from this. My ob- feeling is very much uh, uh, the, the, this. This is a letter that is a pre pre agreed code between the person who wrote it and the person who receives it. It's not so much a code as when you receive a letter from me saying exactly this phrase, do the thing. Mm. Um, but interesting nonetheless. And third item, I map. Yes, so the map that um, Scan produces is rather detailed, and it, it details primarily the Bashano side of the ore, which has a number of sigils in place around on the map. Um, can I check if I've seen that symbol before? We I have. have. Well, uh, no, no one else here except... Uh, uh, ter- Clar- um, um, Nezor. Nezor has. Uh, Nezor. Uh, can you, actually, you don't even need to roll for this. You immediately recognise these symbols. You recognise the swallow, the circle with a line through it, and the trident. Uh, you saw them very recently on the cargo in the hold of the Joy. Um, during your journey, uh, you found that when you weren't performing for the crew, you were just getting caught underfoot. So as a result, you spent most of your time below deck. Uh, and, you know, curiosity being what curiosity is, after a while you decided to pick through the cargo that they were transporting and discovered that Captain Ironsides is not the upstanding merchant sailor he would make he would have you believe. He was in fact a weapons smuggler, transporting quite a lot of weapons. Uh, so much so that you pilfered a pistol and some black powder and a bit of shot out of the uh, contraband consignment. 
Um, that particular weapon was found concealed within an oil skin in a um, barrel of water. But the salient point that you need to take away from this is those crates that contained these weapons had these symbols on it. And now these symbols have appeared on a map of the city. So the three of these, the, the, the swallow, the lion, circle, and the trident, were all on the ship. I can't... On the ship? The, the, the ship we came in? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the stuff that we went and got? Oh, the cargo. Uh, the cargo that we had a look in and took some of. Uh, I can't say what amount. was in what, but all the, the weapons and everything that were definitely trying to be hidden were in one of these symbols. So whether this is him delivering something or... You don't think maybe he's arming an uprising? This is only the Bashano side. The it's map only details the Bashano side mm. of the river. He is arming the Bashanos. Or the fight is a reason to get a whole lot of Urhat people onto the Bashano side. Also, That's a good thought. And also, they were going to move the fight to the bridge, which would have fucked it up. Also, to tie it into maybe the assassins, the only ones that were hurt... I mean, your assistant was aimed at, yes? Manager. 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 But the main No, the man who came to your house was looking for George. But the main casualties were Bachelot. But Nezor said that the assassin said they were there to kill George. George. But George isn't liked. And they did throw a knife at I'd kill George in a heartbeat, but yeah. Jack? Jack? Jack. George is a a genuinely upstanding man. You may, <laughs> he may be a bit rough around the edges. For people playing at home, I just gave him the largest eye, uh, one eyebrow up I could manage. I've known this man my nearly my whole fighting career. So for him to be around... I take that back. I do apologise. Yes, don't judge people by their my appearance. My point that I was getting... Doesn't do you well, especially for, you know, people yep. like my yourselves. My yeah. point that I was getting at was that Jacques was harmed and you were not, and... If I was Bashano, that might... If I was Which on, Yes, bitch, that's not the point. If I was a Bashano person in this kind of circumstance, that might get me a bit annoyed. I'm just trying to make links here. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just trying to make links. From what, from what I can see, <sighs> you know, weapons on a ship, a detailed map of the, uh, you know, enemy-controlled area and markings which seem to be locating... Drop-offs for said weapons. He's either arming the Bashano or he's arming a resistance, or like a group of people in the Bashano side to try and claim it. Were I to arm the Earhart side, I would arm them on the Earhart side. But they would then, and then have them go over to watch the fight. But you're not allowed to bring weapons over into the Earhart. On the bridge, the bridge That's is correct. neutral. No, um, however, if you cross, cross from one side to the other, the guards on the bridge actually confiscate any weapons. But if you smuggle them over in barrels yeah, yeah. and crates, yeah, yeah. then... Interesting point, then. Um, fourth, but well, fourth. it was George who wanted to move the fight to the bridge. That was his idea, and if the whole plan was to get use the fight as a cover to bring Erhart fighters into Bashno and arm them... If the fight is on the bridge, no one crosses into Bashno site. Is the is that not already done though? I mean, one way or the other, it does not explain why Jacques was targeted. 
He was definitely had a knife thrown at him. Why? Maybe they made a mistake. It could have just been reactionary. The man was running away. He could have I bought. don't know if it would have been with I don't, these this guys. This person sounds very, very accurate. You describe it to me as you slid the knife between the oh, ribs. Sure. Oh, sure. This is not someone who throws a knife at a person without intending to kill them unless they wanted to kill them, in which case, why the knife in the... To stop him from running, to get the guards in. And throwing a knife with specific intent as well. I suppose, but you still, they, they, if, if their goal was to get Earhart people into Bashno's side, then they want a fight to happen. So hurting one of the fighters, it's not going to make that happen. But the assassins could very well not be Erhart. They could be trying to stop the Erhart. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe we are looking at this in the wrong sort of way. Maybe Dupree was on the opposite side to the assassins, as in Dupree was trying to achieve one thing with riling up possibly some violence, and the assassins were sent by someone who was trying to stop it all. And we've all just been I caught mean, the there. fight would definitely be off if George died. If, if George was killed, I would not fight. And I have a sneaky suspicion Jacques feels maybe the same way, even if he doesn't let it on. Mm. Um, either way, what I'd like is, if possible, a copy of this map, um, because I'm going to take it with me when I go see the captain. And what are we going to say when the captain asks you where you got it? You don't need to say anything. You, what are you going to say when you ask where you got it? I found it. The assassin left it. I don't know. You oh, won't be bought into it. That was very, well, that was very did, sweet. I found it. An assassin did come to your house. Yes, I know. Oh, well, and so I'll just It's a fairly, fairly possible that they dropped something. I can be given know. information without, you know, having to say where I got the information from. I'm not going to implicate any of you in any way well, unless you want to be It's implicated. up to you, but I'm just going to say if I was a police person and someone came to me, I would immediately arrest you. Oh, That's I... perfectly fine because I'm not a criminal. May I ask a question about the gold ingots? Sure. Do they have any pictures on them? Are they, are they, is, it just, is it just gold bar pressed? It's a gold bar pressed. It's got no... No visible markings. Or it's just a big lump of gold. Pretty much. Okay, I don't need to share that information then. That's cool. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> just keeping that in my pocket. Uh, how much would it be worth out of curiosity? Like, You'd have to get that professionally evaluated. Uh, and and the ingots are, like an ingot is a fairly sizable. Uh, no, 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 they're only the smaller size ingots. Oh, okay, so yeah. is this? But still, like, weight-wise, how heavy? Ingots are about £10. Yeah. Just like, pointing out, gold's good for bribes. Gold is good, and a big ingot is excellent for bribes. Um, I'm just wondering, sort of, I'm trying to get a, like, scan. He may not be able to value it perfectly, but he would have a fair idea. It's worth a lot, but you don't know exactly how much you're so you'd be get thinking at it. least 100 gold. Put it this way, you would you would definitely need to get that professionally evaluated, but you're pretty I'm much, you're pretty confident it. you've got payday here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, my, my question, like, he's nine... Thousand or nine hundred? Um, nine thousand. Nine thousand in debt. And I was just like, but he had three gold ingots. But I don't need to share that information. That is not pertinent to this particular. If you want problem. to, you can if you I don't, don't think don't. it's pertinent to this yeah. particular I'm argument. I'm going to start sort of rough map. You feel free. I, rough yeah. drawing up that map. Something else is bothering me about this situation. Where is Dupree? So you said his bed was unslept in. Yep. Dinner untouched yep. or. And, and the assassin had not had any luck because so the assassin knew. thought it was me. So he knew. He it wouldn't surprise me if he had a second hideaway. Had Denner left all his documents in one place? Uh, 
Did you look under the bed? He sounds like the sort of man that would hide under the bed. I feel like the assassin is the sort of person who would have looked under the bed. When the assassin, when when a person who was clearly there with deadly intent leaves, I feel like what they're looking for is either done or not there. I mean, they didn't look under the beds for gorgeous George. This person was not in a hurry. I arrived. I don't know how long they were there, in fairness, yeah, but I arrived, it's a small room, there's only so many places you could hide. It's fairly bare, there's only like three places one could hide. Bed would be one of the places I would have looked. Um, the bathroom I did not look in exactly, but no, my, my, my feeling is the assassin would have looked even if I had not. Agreed. So Dupree left in a hurry, left all his stuff there. So he, he did knew not someone... have the look of a place that had been left in a hurry. It had a look of a place that was if left, left, but looking to come back to. So where is he now? Uh, but yeah, I'm jotting down this map. Yeah, sure. Sort of making sure to get the emblems in the right spots. Holding up the ledger and the letters and putting them back in my coat. Sure. And yeah, then when I get a, a good enough copy, I fold it up, put it in, well, like, no problem. my pocket. So I head off. No. Uh, where did Gorgeous George head off to as well? Um, Gorgeous George dropped you off at the little townhouse he had and then buggered off to wherever he lives because he doesn't actually sleep with you. So would George's home be on the way? Do I know where he's...? Uh, yes, you do. It's uh, about a 10-minute walk away from where you currently are. Um, you know, minute by coach ride, but still. Uh, and you make your way there uh, at a brisk pace. And when you arrive, you see the coach still parked outside with one of the guards. Uh, and you make your way inside and find George uh, packing a suitcase in his room, um, swaying a little bit uh, with a bottle clutched in his hand. A big drug too in his position. He's a- Champ, it's good to see you. What do you want? We need to go to the central station. I've got some information on the assassins. Charlie, (laughs) you're my man, but why do we have to pursue this? This has nothing to do with us. Let's just do what we do good, which is punching people. I got information that you were one of the specific targets in a different location, my home. What, what are you talking about? You You're saying I'm a target? were a specific target. Someone showed up in my home while my friends were there looking for you in particular. All right, if you think I, this is serious, I'll come with you, I but... I would prefer to have you with me just in case and to keep you abreast of the situation. I, I have to say I'm moved, champ. I mean, this is a big thing you're doing for me. Look, I'll come with you, but look, let me get changed, all right? I'm, I'll go, like, I'll go in with him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. So you nervous. can see the white person kill him. Um, okay, so he, you walk inside. The first thing you notice is this is much better accommodation than you were in. Um, and he disappears into another room and he goes, let me get my man, let me let my manservant uh, make you like some tea or something. Is that good for you, champ? That won't be necessary. I am in quite a hurry. Plus, I have just eaten. So if we All right, Jen, there's no problem. Let me just, let me just get changed. I've been having a few drinks. A few minutes later, he reappears. Uh, and he's actually dressed in really nice. Um, I suppose you could describe it as tuxedo wear or something similar. And you leave the mats and you go into your carriage and disappear off to the uh, Bachano's fortress. Yes. 
Um, were you guys, everyone other than Charlie, doing something during this period? Or are you good? I've, I've got nothing. You've also got a contract to sing and dance. That's true. Like, I've, I've, got, my, I've got a gig later tonight, but until then I've got no idea what to do. It's about 4pm in the afternoon. Yeah, so, like, I'm just going to rest. Maybe I want to take it in turns sleeping. Because <laughs> I sure as shit ain't sleeping in a room alone. I'm... Unless there's something else we should be doing. We could go look for Dupree. Well, I was going to suggest it, but even if we find him, then he's not necessarily going to know anything. Mm. Like, he might know... Also, I may have robbed him blind. Oh, yeah, that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might to him. And I don't feel bad about sharing this information with you. Yeah. Uh, I, there was also three ingots of gold... What? Whoa. Nice. I know. Danke schön. And you'd like this particularly. So there was an empty, uh, there, was, there was a chest full of clothes. Yeah. False bottom. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, what kind like, of lock? Did you have to do any kind of like, yeah, codes? Yeah, just or? I press the sides. Oh, and sides. And it comes out. Yeah, that's nice, not, nice I mean, it's not like cutting edge, but that's it's, pretty, pretty advanced. Pretty, you know nice. what? I'm not a, I'm not No, 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 not a, talking not, about you. I I'm thought he would, yeah. for gold ingots, I thought he'd get something, but, but nice yeah, no, figuring so out. These ones, and I put, take ah. one out, show them, put it back in pocket. But it's like, yeah, look, we'll get them assessed later and figure out exactly what they're worth. I feel like you guys need a cut on this one as well. You guys oh, are pretty rock blind on this. But yeah, so we'll, we'll deal with that later. But for now, it's interesting that he had three of them, and I have only a vague idea how much they are worth. These are um, heavy. As you produce the ingots, Prosh looks at them and hisses at everyone else in the room. And, and is very, very protective nine, of nine. you. Nine, good boy. <laughs> I feel like I probably know how much stuff is worth. Yeah? Like, either no, or what, if I want what do you reckon? or... Black market price, do me an intelligence check. You should be fine. 20. 20 total? Yep. Uh, these are worth somewhere in the vicinity of 10,000 ducats each. Fucking! So how much did you say he was in debt? Oh, 9,000. So he was fine. Yeah. Stingy bastard. Yeah, yeah. Well, now we're okay. I'm surprised you didn't have more. You yeah, look. I tell you what. To guard that. We need to. Well, yeah. Um, no, you just keep them. You just keep them with I you. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. I got it, big boy. <laughs> Good boy. No, Is he no. gonna? Uh, he probably will. It's okay, I'll Hirosh. put it away. I'll put it away. Calm down, Harosh. <laughs> I'm just like gently do like calming motions. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, yes, so with the revelation that you have quite a lot of money there, uh, at least what you could probably value it at a black market price for, we're going to go back to Charlie on his journey to go speak to Captain Emily. Okay, Charlie, the carriage has taken you to the fortress of the Bachineau, uh, and you are greeted by a phalanx of guards who are milling about the main entrance. The fortress itself is three concentric circles, uh, with the central fortress playing home to the large trebuchet that is visible from pretty much every point of Arim. Uh, even now, looking up, it is incredibly large, like impractically large. So you are bust through because of your esteemed status. However, just outside of Emily's uh, office, um, George takes you aside and goes, uh, listen, champ, this conversation you're gonna have that's between you and her I mean like uh you know how I am about you know uh any kind of cop really so uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit here 
and he goes over to a small stool that's been set aside. It's probably for vases or something. And he just sort of like perches on top of it and gestures for you to go ahead without him. So you open the door and find yourself in front of Captain Emily, who does not look much worse for wear since last time you saw her. Uh, she has since replaced her cloak, but she you are bustled into her office, which is a lovely office on the second story, which actually overlooks most of the commercial district. You can see the square that uh, you were training with Jacques in earlier. And also you can see from this vantage point the dockyards. Uh, through barred windows, I should should add. Uh, she's sitting at a lovely oak desk, which is very ornate, uh, and has a suit of armour sitting on a rack. She's in civilian clothes at this point. Well, as close to civilian as you can in an official capacity. And she looks up and goes, Ah, Monsieur Rothhaus. Pleasure to see you again. Captain. And he sort of nods. Um, so... I've come across a, a bit more information on this, uh, this assassin. Apparently, while we were being attacked, there was two more cases of different assassins in both my abode looking for George and also in the abode of a gentleman uh, by the name of Dupont. I believe. I don't know the man. Um, they were specifically after George. And um, also, I came by this map, which this isn't the original, but it seems to be a detailed a map of the Bashano side. She immediately stands up and crosses the room to you and takes the parchment from you. Yep. And, uh, just- and, and looks at it quite intently and goes, Oh dear, this is, well, if this uh, information is correct, this is this could pose quite the, uh, the threat. Uh, I did not think that an Urquhart such as yourself would volunteer such information. Um, it's honour, um, you know, I'm not about to let some, and from the sounds of it, this DuPont man had this in his possession. So, you know, I'm not about to let some piece of work sully our name, whatever it is that you see it as. Phil, I am looking at this uh, image and I already see um, a number of alarming images, um, notably the circle uh, with the line. This is a symbol of a well-known resistance movement that is seemingly placed in the slums and she starts, she takes the picture from um, the map from you and starts studying it quite intently and goes hmm let us sit for a moment and she gestures to the seat that's in front of her desk and just pats it very carefully uh, she sits on the side and goes as you are aware the Bachano and the Erhard don't see eye to eye on things this boxing match is an excellent way to settle our differences without shedding blood and is important for the peace between our two peoples I am worried about these assassins, though. This was not some random attack. If they were at your house as well as Jacques, then this is more than what I ever thought. Jacques can be protected, but you? And Erhard? I wish to offer you protection at my personal estate. There is a guest house and the grounds are protected around the clock. You need only agree. You and any you deem important may come along. This says... Been an highly irregular day, 
and I fear that I have failed in my duties, but I wish to promise you as a guest of our government that this city is safe and stable. And as she says that, the docks explode. Um, yep. That warehouse I was talking about earlier. From the, the room you're all sharing, you hear a deafening explosion. Well, that can't be good. What the fuck was that? Um, Hrosh is actually moving between each of your shoulders and is making a keening sound. Like <laughs> Duchess is also just not not having a bar of it. Um, it's absolute chaos out on the street. Uh, you see people who potentially could be Bashan, could be Erhart. There is a bloody pell-mell between the lot of them because they're just fighting. No, not, not at this point. They're sort of just running it, either running to or running from the docks. Uh-huh. Um, there's quite a lot of confusion happening. The closer we get, do people seem to be armed in any way? Uh, only with things like buckets of water. Good. Grab buckets. Alrighty, I'm thinking we should maybe do something right. Alright, I, I, I want to try my ice breath on the fire. So your breath just erupts from your mouth. This cone of coal crashes into the blaze, shooting gouts of steam in all directions. You can feel moisture beating back on your scales as it vaporizes in the fire that is rapidly extinguished, with all but some of the flames remaining. Your ice breath has put out most of the inferno, but what fuel it had is now a sodden mess and it's not likely to reignite. Uh, Even with your prodigious ability though, the fire's already started to spread and you can see more fire catching nearby. All right, is there a bucket anywhere? I'm gonna go to the nearest injured person and pull them back towards the street, uh, away from the fire basically. Sure. I Maybe I like. I don't know how good I am at emergency first aid or anything, but um, if they appear to be bleeding in any particular manner, I might try to tourniquet or staunch that. But you uh, get a plastery. Um, is there any medical attention I can? Oh, like if I'm gonna, if I roll a, a fourteen plus three is seventeen, would I be able to help him in any meaningful way? You'll be able to pull him away from the fire and make sure that he's secure. He's um, not going to die. No. I'm going to be honest with the medical check in this situation. You're only going to be able to see whether or not someone is going to live or not from their from their injuries. There's not a whole lot you can do for burn victims. You don't have any kind of healing salve unless you know some magic. But I don't think okay. So I pull does. him away. Make sure so, he's alive. So basically, I perform triage. Make sure that the one I'm going to save is savable. Then save him. I'm getting the people that you're too far away from and do something similar. Sure. We're like, oh, you're still alive. Yep. Come on, we'll drag you, pop you over here. So there's three fires, yes, and, and we're close roughly, to yeah. one. Yep. How close are the other ones? Pretty close. And there are people all around them? There are still a number of dock hands. And it's it's all quite quite concentrated fire. It's not fire that's spread out a bit that I could say it's get spreading, but it's not spread yet. How how many smaller spot fires are there around? Because I can uh, help with those. Yeah, I guess I go around casting prestidigitation on anything that's Yep. Campfire and smaller sized, sure. and start putting that out. And I'm I'm looking for a way to get close enough to a fire, but not the bigger fires, but not have it hurt me if that's at all possible. Sure. So basically, you're running around going. <laughs> but it's, it's it's more like it's it's more like I'm strumming a single note on my guitar and flyers are puffing out. But yeah, I I need to see if I can find a way to get close enough to be within about 15 feet of a large source of fire. What do you plan to do when you get there? I have an idea, but would I be able to get close yeah. enough? Absolutely. Like, right up to it without it 
No, you, you, me you wouldn't be able to get adjacent to it, but you could get close enough to do whatever you're doing. 15 foot is pretty close. You would hear, you would definitely feel the heat. But okay. But, like, I don't want to be within 15... I want to be within 15 feet to then... You won't ignite if you get this close yeah, to it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you won't get a sunburn. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to yell out to these two, keep doing what you're doing, but start getting everyone else away from that fire as well. There is a number of people that immediately listen to a voice of authority and they start enacting what you're asking. Yeah, cool. Get as close as I can and cast Thunderwave. Okay. Because that pushes everything away in the sense that it would push all the oxygen out of the way, ah. thus starving the fire. And also all the burning cargo and into all the, the water. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead yeah. if you want to do it. So, yeah. I, um, so yeah, to, to push burning stuff out and to clear the oxygen away because that's what a thunder wave is. Okay, go ahead. I am running it quite quickly. I'm not going to stand there and prepare. It's I've run in... <laughs> Exactly, and keep running out because I don't want to be near fire. Fire is bad. All right, yes. Uh, you do push successfully this uh, burning cargo 10 foot. It's pretty effective what you've done. Um, however, the knock-on effect is, of course, that you've moved the rest of the cargo yep. around you and it's dispersed the fire as yep. well. But I'm assuming those bits are now smaller because it pushes us out. Yes, it. however, they now are sort of around you. Is there anything that's kind of campfire-sized, any of these smaller bundles that I've now... Yeah, there's a number of them. Cool. I cast Prestidigitation a bunch and put a whole bunch of them out. While Nezor is doing this, which I'm sure you've both... taking some time and I'm impressed by it, I was like, well done, Nezor! Nice! She expresses my feelings better than I. (laughs) So um, I I can't do a big gout of ice breath again, but could I do, like, some little puffs of ice breath, maybe? That's fine, yeah. How do you represent that through mechanics? Let's say it's a dexterity because you're trying to put out a fire. Uh, 15. 15? Yep, you've got no problem. You're controlling your little spot fire absolutely fine. Um, it's about at this time, uh, Abella, you would notice this more than anyone else because you're furthest away, that a cart with what appears to be a number of barrels hooked into, like, a hand pump mm-hmm. appear. Um, and some official-looking elves hop down and start running flax and hose towards the fire and start pumping away, and water starts spraying from the nozzles. Guys, look. Hey, baby. I mean... <laughs> this fire isn't being put out. They are fire elves. <laughs> it's like, that fire's been put out, but another one's just been lit. You know, it's a federal offence I... to... Uh... All, all, all the sexy face <laughs> Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I, need to, I think. I are there, are there any attractive? One of them sprays you in the face. <laughs> with oh, I'm shattered. <laughs> <laughs> are there any attractive lady firefighters? No, unfortunately, there are. It's an old man. Uh, yeah, I'm busy beating out a fire, looking oh, badass. Rana's busy down. beating it off. Out. And, uh, put down the person I'm helping. Like, go up to them. Can I help? Do they appear to be running towards her in slow motion? Yes. Uh, (laughs) I am breathing heavily. (sighs) It's been a while, hasn't it? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like a fireman carrying a a, a civilian to safety. (sighs) The fire's that way. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) One of them shouts out to you is... Oh, yes, I'm... Are you okay? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, you're fine. 
So one of them stops and goes, I don't know, madame, I think the fire is here. And then he gets pulled away <laughs> by the hose. Oh, he gets pulled away by the hose team. Like, he stops and the rest of them keep going and then he gets pulled along. The hose pull him along. Okay. <laughs> Give me your phone number. <laughs> we don't have phones How do I find you? <laughs> Uh, but no, they, they rush in and start spraying water everywhere. It's um, a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I think you've broken me. Uh, it's got weird. Okay. Wait, I can stop beating things off. Out. Yes. Out. Um, you can, but however, back at the Passionary Fortress, <laughs> the captain has stormed out with you and Tail. Oh, did she put her armour on? Uh, no, she's just stormed out. Okay. I'll follow her. Yeah. Uh, George, who has been waiting in the uh, little area outside her office, the uh, foyer, gorgeous George is now in tow with you. Yep. She's shouting, barking orders at people to send fire teams down to make sure that the dock is controlled. I... Uh, before we left, mm-hmm. I would... Like, once she popped... Did she, like, secure that map I gave her? No, she just left it on the desk. I would grab it. Sure. Like, grab it in the pocket. Sure. Yeah. No worries. Um, And, yeah, I'll follow out after her. Sure. She has an entire phalanx of guards at this point and has been, like I said, shouting orders left, right and centre in Bashano, which all equate to effectively send men down to take care of this fire. Ayur brought down to the courtyard where she immediately summons a carriage and says, this will be for you. I will take you, it will take you to safety. I'll bring that map out again and I go, maybe these are other targets. Don't lose this, don't let people see it. These could be other targets. And she takes it and goes, thank you. And she gives you a quick peck on the cheek, um, which seems very it's a formality rather than anything yeah. else. And I'll, I would understand what yeah. the like the Bashano male response would yeah. be, like you know, because Erhard bow and whatnot. I would offer the same, like their traditional mm. gentleman greeting, like um, yeah. sort of thing, whatever it is. Um, and then, and I'll say like, if you need it, if you need anything <laughs> extra from me, do you know where I'll be? For sure. Yeah. Uh, of course. George is tugging at your... Sh- yeah. Well, code, say your code, sh- please, code. No, I was going to say at your side. It's not even your shirt. My right. suspenders. Yeah, yeah. Hell. yeah, I don't have a shirt on. Yeah. The whole time, he wears, like, strongman pants with suspenders. Nice. No shirt. So Fantastic. When I'm amazed how Bella got a whole sentence in then, really. <laughs> when things get serious, the suspenders... He takes his shirt off. No, the suspenders... What's your armor class? Uh, 19. Nothing. <laughs> the, the suspenders are made of mithril. <laughs> That's bullshit. Here's my mithril suspenders. Monks. I only get 18 and I wear fucking chamber. Monks get, when they're not wearing armour of any variety, they get their constitution and dexterity for AC. So I have an AC of 19. Um, so the the coachman is like, where do you want to go, Monsieur? He looks very drunk. I'm going to. <sighs> I look at George. I'm like, do you think you'll be safe if we take you back home? 
Which, at this point, champ, I don't think I will be safe here at all. I think we make our straight line for Urquhart and we forget this whole friggin' thing. I, I will happily take you to the Urquhart side, but I have friends on this side. Don't go throwing your life away. You got so much to live for. George. So much money I'm, to make. I'm going to be fine. George just stops for a moment, locks eyes with you, Charlie, and there is just this quiet. Don't you die on me, you son of a bitch. I'll see you in a few hours. Driver! Take the champ to the nearest fire. The fire is somewhat controlled now. Um, and the Mainly thanks to Nezor. Mainly thanks to And Nezor. the fire elves. And the fire elves. And Ryland helped. And Ryland helped. Ryland helped. Scan only helped a bit. He yeah. saved some people. That's good Rosh enough. was actually probably lighting a few more fires. He thought those ones were is black. Like a, this is great! Yes. Best day ever! I'm imagining a little dragon just flying around all the flames. Now, he's hopping from one shoulder to the other, whichever is closest to the fire, and he's oh, yeah. snapping at it. Looks like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to eat it. I'm screwed! Um, yes, they are... I, this is... They are, is so happy. <laughs> Take they your are, shirt off! They, they don't have shirts on. They wouldn't have. They should off yeah. to work, you know. They are dressed very much like Charlie is dressed. Pretty much just suspenders and shorts. Speaking of... Yes. Speaking <laughs> of... Look at Charlie. the team of monks with armor class 19. They're fine. Yeah. <laughs> just fire, like, pouring <laughs> off the black water. Yeah. Basically, yeah. How but you get those Charlie wings of just, blades? I don't know. It's just a wizard thing. Charlie would just sort of run in and help if he sees a person like hobbling or whatnot. Also, the first person you see is actually a Bella, who is apparently drooling at fire elves. <sighs> oh, oh. What? Oh, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, good. Where are the others? Oh, uh, it's on there somewhere. Just um, okay. on fire. It's fine. There are a certain amount of male elves who are pumping water. <laughs> Like, they're on the thing. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I'll run over to where some other people are. Even if it's, like, moving the like the dead yeah. sort of thing, I'll, I'll run over and start moving more people away and helping. That's probably where he would um, encounter me. Ah, oh, Dr. Schoen, you finally rock up. How are you? I'm... I'm Any luck with your meeting with the commander? There was until this happened. I know. Any Any thoughts? Uh, let's discuss this once these people are safe and not on fire. These guys are mainly dead, mate. <laughs> they are. <laughs> it's fine. He's still going to sort of... I respect yeah. you. I respect yeah. you for this. Yeah. He's going to start pulling people away. Uh, and like, to my knowledge, we're all good. I feel like you're the sort of person who would care. I'm saying this over the, f the noise <laughs> of the flames. I'm feeling like you've seen Abella, uh, Ryland and Nezor, also good. Nezor, surprisingly good at putting out fire. <laughs> Ryland, surprisingly not that great. <laughs> Are you serious? I certainly feel like I should have put out the fire. <laughs> yeah, Charlie will sort of like, oh, the, you know, these two people are dead, sort of shoulder, Rush, down. pick up a couple of them on his shoulders and sort of lay them down, arms crossed. Way to make me feel Eyes closed, yep. sort of. I, I've, I've put my slightly charred cloak back on <laughs> and, and now also helping with the... There are a number of other civilians have actually started pitching in and have started moving uh, like cargo out of the way of the flames, trying to create a barrier between the... A fire break. Yeah, a fire break, if you will. Um, however, 
What seems to have happened is the flame has now started to actually catch light on a number of the ships that are actually in port. Ooh. And the dock itself. The dock well, itself is actually on. Yeah. yeah. It's there. It's getting. It's better because it's not heading towards the city, but it's worse because it's more things are on fire. Yeah. That's fine. The things that are on fire are on the water. On so yeah. they can. They'll put themselves like, out. But the thing is, they'll, they'll, they could drift. Is there any people on the ships that are catching on fire? Not that you can see. They've got an easy egress anyway. Anybody who's on a ship could probably swim, so they just jump off the side. They're fine. Um, My worry is that a ship, like, the fire eats away at the lines holding the ship. The ship then comes unstuck, drifts, and then sets fire to other bits of the city. Um, But, you know, that's that's a long-winded thing that we need not necessarily concern ourselves with ourselves. Given that there are fire elves on the scene, they would know this. They would be aiming for the ships first. Very masculine fire yeah, elves. Have the fire elves noticed that the fire is kind of coming onto the dock a bit? Uh, yes, it started on the dock, but so. yeah, it started on the docks. But they are mostly worried about it not burning down the Bashano side. They don't really care about the Earhart. It could burn, and they'd be happy. But the Earhart side would be aware of that anyway. So there'd probably be can, fire, not elves, on the I'll, other side. Yeah, well, on the other side of the river, you can actually see that there is a number of there is a number of people sort of watching. Well. Yes, and also the number of people also prepping on the other side. Um, And you can hear bells actually tolling. How wide is the river? Um, It's a good distance, uh, probably at least 100 metres. Well, not 100 metres, 1,000 metres. Oh, Jesus, that's a kilometre. Well, I don't know. How would you say it? (laughs) Well, how big is the swan river? I'd go with 200 metres as a fairly wide river. It's it's average size. 100 metres makes... That's good for me. I'm, I'm down with that, yeah. Put it this way: the draft, could, the draft on a ship of that time yeah. would be maybe five or six meters. So, put it this way: you could fit yeah, at you'll, least. You'll, you'll run up that. No easy. No put it this way: you could fit at least three ships abreast. Yeah, easily, easily. including like sails. And, oh yeah, and all that. They're surprisingly small. Yeah, those things. I've been on. I've been on remarkably ships. small. Like yeah. uh, you, you'd think they'd be much, much bigger, but it's a width of twelve meters. Is what? Yeah, they're, they're like, yeah. and we navigated the earth with these. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> this was like these could fit 150 people on them. What the fuck? How? Hundreds of people died of scurvy. Yeah, but that's so because they didn't fit 150 people's worth of limes on this thing. How could you? Yeah, no, it's it's pretty incredible what people put up with for these tiny fucking ships. The fire elves, how are they refilling their barrels and all? Then into the water. Um, no, they are running out of water and then replacing it with another cart. cart. Another, I So if they've got a cart, I will try and, like, I'll say to them, I'll get this one refilled um, and sort of try, try and take it to the water's edge or whatever, away from the fire to... Wait, so you're grabbing the cart? No, I'm going to He's explain it to them. Like, I'm going to say, like, I'll get this refilled... Hmm? The cart's pulled by horses. Yes. Horses freak out and fire. They do. They're not happy, but they're, they're yeah, tolerating like, I'll it. say, I'll get this refilled in the river if you want. Uh, of course, do what you need. We we need more water. Yeah, so, like, I'll then take one of the carts, like, the empty cart, over and start getting it refilled. Leaving the horse, yeah. Sure. Yeah. While Charlie is doing that, what the re- what are you doing, Ryland? And what are you doing, Nizzle? Are you working together? I assume you're quite close. I'm just constantly putting out any spot fires that are small enough that my magic can handle. 
I've stopped trying to put the fire out because apparently I'm useless. You're not useless. You're trying. How... I did. I did this great gout of ice breath. I didn't even put the fucking fire no, out. You ran out. <laughs> you're done now. So it's also a fire the size of a warehouse, and you get to. It's like I know. I just like to think I'm more powerful. What can no. I say? Um, so I'm just helping with the body removal. Because cool. I, I, I can carry two at once. The dead, not the dead necessarily. You're looking for the not dead. The not dead. I have begun doing the same thing, but in a very um, posturing sort of way. Sexy way? Oh, this poor person. I've got to... And in clear view of the Fire Elves. They, uh, unfortunately, are. are not paying attention at this I point. I will continue to hope. Like, hey, look! I wouldn't be overly shocked knowing Abella that she was like, oh no, I'm hurt. Oh, I'm on on on, on fire. Don't give her ideas. <laughs> yeah, that, I have nothing else to add. I'm just doing it. Very... You're just saving people as sexually. I was as you just can. setting yes. my cape on fire. It's I'm out of ice breath. I'm just helping with. That's it. Sure. Do we do we think this is going to be handled now that the the fire elves are here? As long as they can get more water, or I'm not leaving. It's far more controlled than it was. Yeah. It's less chaotic. People seem to have worked out what's happening in that there's a fire at the dock and they are actively moving, like I said, creating a fire break. They're isolating this thing. Uh, fire is obviously a big deal in a city because if something catches fire, it spreads yeah. quickly and then everyone dies. So... Oh, no, the Vashno are dying. Mm. When I get, like, this cart back, um, I would see if there was someone around who, instead of just going, oh, that's what I'm here for you, do you want me to fit, like, start trying to operate it. So if there's people around, like, get them all pumping and just... There are a number of civilians all working on this thing. Cool. So, yeah. So Uh, we form our own not-elf fire team. Uh, That was good. (laughs) Good, but not as good. Take your shirts off, then you'll be great. Like, you're fine. Like, you're putting out the fire. That's pretty good. But Charlie's got his shirt off. Yeah. Charlie does have a show. She's been desensitised. I'm actually a little bit disappointed in your not hitting on I think I'm an elf girl. Like uh, it's a, okay, well, you are an elf girl. It's all about I the I am, yes. It's all about the elf girl. Even me, like, I'm, like with no, the, I'm a mudblood by her standards. You probably... Yeah. That works quite well, actually. But well, yeah, so I'll be. You know. <laughs> I think I think it's now like specifically fire elves are the thing. Anyway, though, let's not go further into that. Yeah, you're not a subset of elves. It's just elves have a job. Isn't putting that out a fire. Chinese zodiac thing? Oh, I was God. born in the year of the elf. <laughs> specifically, the fire elf. <laughs> so yeah, Charlie, you're on the pumps and you're helping out. And Duchess has found a smouldering squeaky toy. Yeah, yeah. No, she's down by down by your leg. Going, <laughs> the captain has shown up and is starting to direct the fire crews in a more organised manner. Charlie's helping with that. Uh, Scan is going to have a look for the ship that we came in on specifically. Sure, this okay. occurs to him. To get there, you have to go through the areas that are actually on fire, like navigate. Yeah, around. Yeah. So uh, let's call that. Let's say it's a constitution check a constitution. to get through the fire. Okay, what's. Uh, Whatever your con mod is. Plus two. 20. 20? Nice little roll. Uh, yeah, so you leap through a line yeah, of fire. I jump through the flames, and yeah. then as I land, I collect myself and shake my long hair out, and then my dragon flies through the flames behind me and chirrups once and then perches itself on my shoulder, and then we look around for anyone who might be impressed by that. There is no one there. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Other side of the wall of flames. We now look for the the ship that we are looking for. The Joy? Yeah. Uh, the Joy doesn't appear to be at more. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. 
after a number of hours fighting this fire, uh, it is successfully extinguished and contained, and the smouldering wrecks of the port somewhat destroyed, but still intact. Uh, you are all held as heroes as long, along with everyone else who was involved in saving the city. They've started bringing out meals to the people who are involved in the fight and water and that sort of stuff. No no wine or anything. It's more just to make sure that you're all hydrated. Are, are we all sexually smeared with soot? Yes, you are all very, very sooty at this point. But sexually? Yeah. Well, the fire elves particularly. No, I just yeah. got my scales cleaned. Captain Emily walks up to the five of you who have sort of assembled together in a small group and um, wiping sweat from her brow and sort goes, Thank you so much. I don't think that we could have controlled this blaze without your quick thinking and action. You have my thanks. My city's thanks and my so government's thanks. she recognises us six. Oh, five. Oh, she just came over. She's thanking all the different groups. But we are with you. Correct. She knows you only. Correct, but she's thanking all of the citizens. No, she has come over and thanked you. She's seen her do the same thing with other people. However, she's taken special time because you're associated with Charlie. Okay. So she doesn't recognise any of you? No, no, no. Even Ryland? She's met Ryland. No, Ryland was gone. So the only reason she acknowledges us specifically is because of Charlie. Okay. I'm assuming she noticed us doing... Well, what? an amazing, cool shit, particularly him. Um, that yeah. that ice breath, I did that one. It time. was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, she wasn't there. She wasn't there. there. Yeah. She wasn't there. there. <laughs> I'm sure I heard it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, uh, I hope your work has not been interrupted too much. <laughs> I think it is interrupted for the interim, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, so, so do I. And she <laughs> chuckles herself. So you must be aware that... Mr. Rothhouse has told me, of course, about your unique situation with our mutual friends, the women in white. I have extended to him an offer to stay at my secure compound. It would be an honour to host you all until such time as you need to move on. You have saved countless lives with your behaviour here, especially this young one here. And she kneels down to Nezor, takes his hand and kisses it. Uh, and goes, you are the hero of the upper. If you had not removed the large pile of burning detritus when you did, I struggled to think how we could have got this place under under control. I can't say I do it Thank often, you. but it seemed... He's a good man right. in my experience. She, she actually scratches her the side of her head and then actually unclasps the um, prosthetic from her ear, revealing something that's absolutely mangled and just scratches it a little bit like she's very unkempt at this point like there's sort all over her and reattaches it shortly after Angus well if there is nothing else I must unfortunately return to my duties but um you have all shown uh, art of college so if you are ever in need of employment please come to the Sebastiano Fortress and I will of course peruse your application and perhaps put you into a position in the guard. Otherwise, um, I can uh, arrange some sort of reward for your activities here. We do have a fund for such things. Um, oh, we didn't do this for money. Oh, of course, but uh, it would be a shame not to, of course, reward you for your work. I, no, no, I, I do appreciate that, but it's uh, the honour of helping is more than enough. What? And I would offer, uh, like... My hanky, like I've got a, you know, a 
boss hanky for face as well, like embroidered. Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Monsieur. And she uh, dabs at her eyes and uh, clears her soot. No, no, I would support my friend Charlie here. This is um, what? This is not required. Three gold ingots. Yeah, I was oh, say, right. okay. oh yeah, that's right. We're filthy fucking rich. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fleece the oh, person who mind. doesn't need it's to be fleeced. Fine. Um, uh, surely that money would be better spent repairing the docks. Yes, thank did you. it out of the good of our hearts. <laughs> where are the fire elves, by the way? <laughs> they're nearby. They're washing. Know, if you do know where they station their horses, I don't know, for example. Uh, I, my friend... <coughs> here uh, <laughs> might appreciate that knowledge. <laughs> She's keen on the fire elves. Oh. Um, <laughs> she snaps Sorry, out... Sorry, diplomacy is not my strong suit. <laughs> uh, of course. She snaps out a, um, a line of Bashano which basically equates to you, the ones that have been working, come uh. here. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's good. She's good. Oh. They like a powerful woman. Yeah. Play it up. <laughs> um, a, number, a number of the fire elves come over. You've actually everyone. gone pink. You're actually blushing. I've gone pink quite a few times through this recording. <laughs> so they, they wander over and they see it. Because, um, again, in Bashano, she realizes, uh, is this one here? He's quite keen on you. Make, make her feel welcome. <laughs> if you do that, I don't need to pay her. <laughs> Um, they just look nonplussed, to be quite honest. <laughs> good, good job out there today, guys. Would you like to come to our inn for some chicken? They kind of look at each other a bit confused and one of them just pipes up and goes, No. Is this in for some chicken? Also possibly, but mainly no. <laughs> they look very confused. Um, uh, possibly, but also that would be sausage. So um, you, yeah. Well, not from me. Mm. Uh, so with a number of half-naked firemen elves. Yes. While they're doing all that weird shit, Charlie's going to go wash himself with some Sleeping of the water left in yeah, one of them. Charlie. I'm just leaving uncomfortably. Like, Charlie's going to pump the thing a bit and, like, hose himself down. Abella, look, he's hosing himself down. Scan yeah. is reveling in how uncomfortable the rest of them appear to be. Um, Scan the- finds this... Hilarious. <laughs> so does Frosh, but he does not quite sure why. Um, He's just the, sort of circling me. <laughs> uh, the other, the other fireman elves join. Um, Abella. No, join <laughs> Charlie in washing down, bathing themselves, okay. and. Uh, hey, Jen, do you reckon you could point a hose in my direction? <laughs> and that is not a double entendre. I'm yeah, not no, even. Absolutely. Fine. One of them does and just squirts you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I meant the chest, but the head will do. I kind of clean a bit of Charlie, the mark off myself. Uh, same over here as well, please. Again, well, not the face. We could just all come over here where yeah, we are. Let's do that. Baby. Let's, yeah. Right. I, I'm just just point it in the air. Yes, pretty much what's going on is it's pumped and... The mental image, I have to say, of like three half-naked elves, an elvish commander, and then you guys all fucking getting wet together. And to be honest, actually, um, Scan would probably just take a dip in the river. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. If you'd like to know more about the show, feel free to check us out at therebedragonscast.com for lore, cast information, and updates on our schedule. You can also find us at therebedragons.podbean.com and on Spotify for your listening needs. 
If Twitter is more your thing, you can also find us at TV Dragons Cast. I am Matthew, your Dungeon Master, and Scan Felspar Thufferson is played by Joshua Walker. Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Doust. Abella de Rosier is played by Angela Donlan. And finally, Nezel Valgoulis is played by Tom Moore, who also acts as our sound recordist. There Be Dragon's original theme and scores are composed by award-winning composer Sean Tanian. You can see more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time. Bye.